Hey, Casey. Hmm? What would you do if you met your own variant? Probably play video games. Yeah, that tracks. What about you? See if I could shove off some of my responsibilities onto them. Isn't that what I said? Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. Welcome to Talk Nerdy to Me, baby, where we talk nerdy to you, baby. And we're talking about Loki, like we said we would. In we're high, a... Are we high-key talking about Loki, or are we low-key talking about Loki? Um, Unclear yet. I'm not are sure we, what my energy level is. Are we low-key starting the Loki, Loki <laughs> Literature Club? Why? The Loki, Loki, Loki Literature Club? <laughs> yeah, just sit with that for a second. My brain hurts just <laughs> just thinking about it. Um, Although my brain didn't really hurt too much watching this show. It was pretty no. easy to follow, yeah. considering that it was all about timelines and alternate things. I mean, I think the benefit of this kind of timeline-y, timey-wimey, liney thing is that they were trying to preserve the one timeline. So there was not a lot to <clears throat> get mixed up in. Does that make sense? Like, when we watched Avengers, so, spoiler for all of Marvel, <laughs> when we watched uh, Endgame, Endgame has a time travel system that is hard to follow. Like, you know where you are, but you have no idea why things are working the way that they're working, and, like, their their hand-wavy thing about solving it is hand-wavy. Yeah, and they make fun of Back to the Future and <laughs> then show little, little branches. Mm-hmm. But um, Loki, since we're following the people who are, like, trying to, quote-unquote, preserve the sacred timeline, um, it's a lot more linear than you would expect for a time travel show. I honestly, I think I appreciated that, because it was, if it just got to be too much, you know, there were only six episodes, so if if there was too much complicated stuff, it would have gotten too complicated. I mean, just wait for season two. That's when it'll probably get complicated. <clears throat> yeah. I, I imagine because they had, like, a very specific point that they needed to set up, they it was pretty, like, straightforward. We're like, we are gunning towards this ending, and that's it. So, what did you think of the show? I liked it a lot. Uh, my favorite character on it was Sylvie. Same. Yeah, because she's great. Um, I really enjoyed... Spoilers. I really enjoyed Kang. Yeah. He's super fun. Um, I mean, I liked Loki more than I generally like Loki in this show. Yeah, I mean, I think if this is the <laughs> Loki that we're sticking with, I mean, he's more likable than the others. Mm-hmm. And, that, and, you know, he seems to want to... We're going to make all the Loki sims out there so mad. Yeah. Well, I mean, we... He wants to change. Yep. And... And I, and I will admit, it was a quick... It was a quick turn. Yeah. They're like, like, here, watch this instructional video on how to be a better person. <laughs> no, it's like, watch an instructional video on how to be a better Loki than every other Loki. Yep. And Except somehow, for the one that doesn't go by Loki. We have footage and camera shots 
that looked just like a cinematic portrayal of the stuff that actually happened. It's almost like as if the whole MCU is being filmed somehow. Right. I mean, maybe it is. There are the Watchers. Yeah. One of them is Stan Lee. Well, he was like the person that they they reported to and listened to. Yeah. But I mean, if the Watchers exist, then having cinematic invisible cameras is not that hard of a thing to <laughs> i'm just imagining one of the watchers just <clears throat> holding a, a camera and one of them holding a boom mic <laughs> <laughs> and every once in a while when like you feel that phantom thing of like oh did i just hit my head and you can't see anything it's because the boom dropped or one of them is shoving you back into the shot yep one of those things but yeah no i liked it too uh it it had kind of a slow start for me in that it, I, I don't mind uh, a more talky show, and I don't really mind exposition if done well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <clears throat> the first episode in particular just felt like, oh, we we're out of time. We got to stop. Mm-hmm. And it was the longer, it was the longest episode of the. It was the only episode to the first, the first one. one. Okay. It was the only one to go uh, over fifty minutes because oh. the rest were like forty seven ish. Of course, you noticed that. I mean, I like to know, and also there are numbers in my face, and I take note of them. But well, that is the difference between you and me. And I can't help it. I just—it's just something I notice, and it's one of the things. Like, well, I mean, a lot of modern TV shows, even all of the the Netflix Marvel shows, they were fifty minutes or longer, and sometimes it's like that space of time that's just. It's like you're getting really close to movie length. Yep. And so sometimes it's cool and sometimes it's just like a little bit too long. So I liked that, you know, the the 40 minutes, 45 minutes is, and I think it's a good, a good length. And it was the only one that felt kind of long to me, but also I had a sense of that was it because it also just kind of stopped. Yeah. And, you know, and it was all set up. It's it's like what happened with Falcon Winter Soldier in that the it got a little bit better as it went on with that, but initially it just felt like a, a movie that got paused. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's just like okay, well we're just gonna pause it for a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and I the other thing I'll say about like the first episode or two, people were like, I'm sad we didn't get more of like buddy cop Loki and Owen Wilson, and I'm just like, I'm not. Like, I really, I enjoyed Owen Wilson's character. I enjoyed Owen Wilson. Like, he's a fun dude. I I didn't care that that part was over soon. I liked everything else that was going on much more. And I get that, like, because I've seen a lot of people be like, I wish we got more time, like, hunting down variants and all that stuff. I'm like, eventually that would have, like, honestly, I feel like it would have gotten repetitive really quick. Because it would have been just that cat and mouse chase of, like, a lot of uh, procedurals that do, like, overarching narratives where the bad guy just always slips away at the end. And I liked getting to get to Sylvie and actually see that character growth. Because for as much as I'm like, oh, Disney's doing a a self-love message here, um, I liked the interaction between Loki and Sylvie a lot. Yeah, and, and more than him and Owen Wilson. And all the Sorry, things you're shippers. saying, uh, <laughs> yeah. all the things you're saying, I didn't realize until watching it. I'm like, oh yeah, no, that was a good decision. Mm-hmm. It was 
it was wasn't until that was presented to me that I realized that yeah okay that probably would have gotten stale a little bit too quickly also with uh Loki and Mobius I actually really liked my favorite dynamic between them or uh I don't have a word for it but their (laughs) their banter their interaction yeah their banter I think was at its best when it was rather than like let's go on adventures together it was more of their intellectual chess battle yeah like the, the I don't trust you, you don't trust me, but I trust you, but you Yeah, like the salad thing. Yeah. He's like, That was my lunch. Like that was <laughs> you know, less buddy cop, you know, buddy adventure thing and more of like buddy brain off. Yeah. Because like I Loki is that like wordsmith kind of guy. He he talks through things and talks around people. And it was fun to see him like flex those muscles that we really don't get to see. Yeah, it's also why I liked the finale and was okay with a... A talkie? Yeah, I honestly think, you know, I I completely understand if, you know, for the people that weren't fans of it, I totally get it. Uh, It, you know, compared to every other thing Marvel, maybe it did underwhelm you. However, I do want more of that approach Mm -hmm. uh, because, like, it... You know, we expect a certain thing from the finale of any Marvel project. Mm -hmm. And so to have it be a little bit different, but still have limitless uh, potential payoff stakes like it it, and importance. And uh, what's the word? uh, Is it important? Maybe not just importance, but yeah, like the yeah, the the weight. uh, (laughs) Yeah, the the weight of what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because well, it's the pivotal. It's yeah. super pivotal. Yeah, because it, it is a turning point in the MCU. And, like, we got a turning point in the MCU with Wanda. Mm-hmm. Debatable with Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, But in... I mean, in that in that corner of the MCU, yeah. it was important. But, but the one for Loki was legitimately, like, the, the access pivot of the way that everything's going and we're seeing like we're seeing the birth of all of the multiverses and the birth of you know what's going to be like likely our next thanos and like that kind of thing it was the loudest bang and was the biggest catalyst of what's to come and i i really like and i ain't mad at sylvie no i i know i was honestly expecting (laughs) you know there to be a lot of backlash towards sylvie and i was ready to defend like with the Mm -hmm. leave the lady character alone but everyone is actually applauding her like internet and otherwise (laughs) of like well thanks to you we get all the spider-man and we get all the weird stuff it's true all of the stuff that we're getting is because she did the thing and broke the world you know instead of a shame on you sylvie we got a thank you sylvie (laughs) and i'm cool with that because i'm just like plus we get more of kang and i like him yeah, uh, but I mean, as I a character, what the actor name is uh, Jonathan Majors. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, it takes me like, a, like ten to twenty times to fully remember something, unless there was like a. Yeah. Because I'm, I tend to remember people by the first thing I hear them called, and I'm good. learning to the be better. The one who remains. <laughs> yes, and I'm learning to be better. Uh, but. Yeah, like, it also made sense. It wasn't out of nowhere, which I think a lot of other things could have gone that direction. Mm -hmm. And a lot of, you know, maybe other writers or directors could have 
would have made it feel that way of kind of rush like well how did we get here but for sylvie it didn't seem out of character for her to do that no not at all because and like, surprisingly like... loki's uh oppos- opposition also didn't feel out of character so you know i i know it was a short thing it was a short mini series but, but like I, I we got the character growth because like sylvie has been fighting for this the entirety of pretty much her life and finally met the person who did it to her it's not at all a surprise that she followed through that is a very loki thing to do and in the same vein the lo- like our loki that we're following was at the stage of his life that was a bad guy and given his you know his little uh slideshow of what happens when you <laughs> when you be bad loki um it's not surprising to me that in the course of learning to you know trust and care about other people in a way that he hasn't before that he wants to protect that yeah. and to him the way to do that is to slightly uphold the status quo and we know loki is not above you know having a a dictatorship over something even if this one was slightly more well-intentioned yeah and uh there are here's here's the thing with with loki and while you can nitpick of like yes maybe it was a little rushed in the beginning and but i mean there was so much more to go but here's here's the thing and it actually shows consistency even even amongst the the loki variants or like the the one that we've followed mostly mm-hmm. up until this point which is say what you want about thor the dark world it did have things that are important and are lasting and that's you know one of the things that you know mm-hmm. if you want to make fun of it or call it fatigue or whatever you want there's still so many things like i feel like no matter what the project in the end it still matters to the MCU and it's still remembered and there is still that continuity. And, you know, I feel like Loki changed uh, after Frigga was killed because it was his fault. Mm-hmm. And, you know, seeing mm-hmm. that shown of like... I also forgot. Wh- where he was going to go shortly after this, this variant of Loki, mm-hmm. still felt the oh, cool, so my mom died because of me. It's my fault. And then, you know, seeing that, okay, these are the decisions you were about to make, and this is where it was going to lead you. And it was going to lead to your death. Mm -hmm. A really grisly doom. Yep. And so... A grisly doom where, you know, we... the, the, The audience was sad. Like, even me, who was not, like... I like Loki fine. I was I was still sad because it's, you know, it's an awful death and yeah. everything. But it's it's meant it's not meant to be bad for Loki. It's meant to be bad for Thor. Right. And like you're shown that your entire life is for the purpose of furthering other people's lives. And to me, that's one of the biggest kicks to the nuts that you can get. The other the other major thing. And, like, while, yes, it sucks that mm. Frigga was used as basically a plot device to further Loki and, and Thor, I don't know, I'm sure she had fun, and Renee Russo had fun in her little part and probably didn't want to do much else past that. But even still, 
that being said, uh, the above all of that, Loki is about self-preservation. Yep. So the underlying thing above all of that, and you really get to see it, you know, he does actually care about his mother because, you know, daddy's boy, Thor and Odin, you know, he never fit that way. But Frigga always accepted him. And so, you know, while <laughs> it may just be in a slideshow or on the projector, I that feeling was still real and still always present. Uh, so that, I think, is still inherently there. The other thing, again, self-preservation. Loki is going to survive. Yep. Loki is a survivor. And to see in front of you, you know, to have that chance, you know, we always ask ourselves, like, what will we do if we could see our future? Well, Loki got to do that. And it's like, okay, if you don't do this, you're going to die. Mm-hmm. That that instinct kicks in for him. And you can see that through the rest of it yep. until until his relationship with Sylvie develops. Uh and then until he's that, willing to make a sacrifice play. Yeah. Until that point, we very much see the Loki in survival mode. Yeah. That's what the rest, that's what the crux of the show is until, you know. Until that, that final, like, couple episodes. Yeah, because even the, the beginning of stuff with Sylvie is still in self-preservation mode. Heck, she, as a Loki herself, is also in self-preservation yeah. mode. You could even argue that for a lot of the other variants that we see. They're all in self-preservation I mode. I mean... Aside from my biggest gripe with, like, the Loki variants that we meet, um, all of them had something in their story to, like, meet with that same thing. And they also yeah. all decided, mostly, to, you know... Yeah, so, I mean, let's go ahead and talk about it, because we're... we're and without dancing around... The, the boastful Loki, is yep. as he's called, which I think... Honestly, had the coolest design by far. Yep. He's got his fuzzy collar. He's got the Thor hammer. So, yep. like... He did something to be worthy of a hammer. Right. And so, you know, I find that very interesting. He was fun in the short interaction we got. He, too, was also acting, I'm sure, out of self-preservation of, like, all right, I'm going to do what a Loki does. I'm going to betray to save my own skin. However, the abandoning the one... Person of color, Loki, mm-hmm. really bothered me. Same. And also, I mean, not only because of that, because that is a very much a thing of like, well, that was dumb. But also, like, he was very interesting. And I'm like, we could have abandoned one of the other ones or had him come back or something. I mean, there is still potential for him to come back. Yeah, but I don't think they're gonna. Yeah, but I, I think that's a shame because not only, you know, is he an interesting black Loki. Yes. I just thought his design was super cool. I right? like the black suit. I like the fuzzy collar. The Honestly, it's very yeah. uh Norse. Yep. And the fact that he has the hammer. Like why? You're not you're just gonna like walk away from that? I like sure, the moment with old man Loki was nice. I think you could have done something equally nice with any other Loki. Yeah, I mean, he could still have that. Like, I understand the old Loki to... and the, the the classic Loki and, like, the kind of passing of the mantle, not only through, you know, this character, but also, you know, it's the out with the old and with the new Marvel. Like, you know, with the yeah. comics and stuff. Because he had that, I think it worked that he was, it was classic Loki that did that. And... Well, but... here's the thing. They weren't going to get rid of Kid Loki. Because 
he, in a general sense, is a fan favorite Loki. And also, I think that they are going to use him later. Yeah. I love Alligator Loki as much as the next person. But if you're going to choose a character, like, it would have been really funny to see Alligator Loki betray everybody. <laughs> like, it, I'm just saying. Yeah. But also, I think, you know, some people were putting all of this stuff on Boastful Loki of like, oh, well, he betrayed everyone. He sold everyone out. It's like. No, he lucky. Yeah, yeah. And literally a room full of Lokis. One betrayed the other. It's like, yeah, okay. It was just a matter of like, you could just. You could have. Closed your eyes and just pointed at someone. And that Loki would have done that. Yeah, you could have so, thrown a dart in the dark and hit a Loki that was going to betray you. So like if he even, if they even made a gag of him coming back or escaping and just being like. Oh, yeah, sorry about it. You understand, right? And I'm sure all of them would be like, yeah, no, yeah. we get it. <laughs> like, that could have been funny, and yeah. it could have been like, great, moving on. And he still could have been mm -hmm. around. So I think that's a huge missed opportunity. And Also, we're going to get a redemption arc, knowing Marvel, for Sylvie betraying, technically, Loki. Yeah. And so, so like, why not? I just, I whether or not it'll happen, I, it's always going to be something that I want, just because... You made an interesting... I like that he was just kind of, like, chilling in his, ch his like, lazy boy chair, you know, cracking and open a beer and just being like, oh, let me tell you the story about what I did. And they're like, you're lying. He's like, yeah, so what? <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, that that was probably the biggest, like, For thing me, that was, like, That I can think man. of as the biggest blight on yeah. the show. Uh, and so I'm just like, too bad. He was interesting anyway, so... If you were trying to, like, sweep him under the rug or, like, oh, he wasn't that cool. Actually, he was. So, uh, you messed up. Yeah. I will say, I really... I'm going to call her by the name that I know her. Uh, Ruby. From Love. Oh, uh, Wumi Masaku. Yeah. She's so cool. Sorry, you know, I'm... I'm I, I know, can, You can depend on me to be the name person. I know. This is why I do it. Because eventually, I will learn to stop calling them by the character name that I know them as. Um, but that's why... Friends, this is why you must all have a Casey. You please have a walking IMDb with you at all times. Yeah, especially if you have a podcast about stuff like this. Yep. It's very useful. You're welcome. But I adore her. I want her to be in everything. She's so good. I like that she was the one that heard the stuff of the TVA is, is all fake. And it's mm -hmm. like there's all this stuff that goes to the, all the way to the top. And she's like, yeah, no, that tracks. All right, I'm in. Yeah. You know? I wish we got a little bit more with her. Yeah. Because I felt like we just got the highlights. I mean, for the most part, you could almost argue that with everybody. Yeah. And I think that that just mm -hmm. comes from being an ensemble show. Like yeah, and only, you know, maybe it was because it was only six episodes. But, you know, it, I mean, it does leave you wanting more. And I'm sure that they will. There will be more stuff with her and Ravona as mm -hmm. season two happens. But yeah, I I did kind of want a little bit more out of everybody, but it wasn't. It wasn't something that was super majorly me being like, ah, I I'm angry at the show for it. It was just like a, you know, I just wanted more, and yeah. it was like, no, and and I think that that's true so far, of like most of these Marvel things is, like, they haven't... Like, WandaVision had the best 
pacing for me and like unfolding but even then like we could have had like more moments and it's i think the the difference between that and if we want to kind of like rank them in this way is that wandavision had me wanting more in a way of like that was super cool i want more story in less of a i didn't feel like i was missing something from a character or that they didn't get enough yeah or that i needed like that that you needed that like little bit more like there was a deficit of character development because i mean you know the the minor characters got enough to want me make me want more and not feel like they were missing something and then you know wanda and vision got so much to do Uh so yeah and i feel like this one was almost there it just I wanted a little more yeah. time, maybe even just like one more episode, something. Something, but like this one still hit better for me than Falcon Winter Soldier, which just felt like hurry up and get there, hurry up and get there, hurry up and get there. Yeah, and except for like maybe two scenes. Yeah, but yeah, overall, yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, it's just totally. totally. So it was it was almost there for me, and it's why like you know for the most part, I I really did enjoy the show mm-hmm. and there oh, yeah. there are just a couple I enjoyed of it. things. I, I'm looking forward to them having a season two. Like I they left me happy that there will be. Yeah, and I think we need a little bit of that because everything else so far has just been prep you know, for a movie. Yeah. We've had a movie or a mini series. And so the idea of something continuing on a little bit in this extended format yep. is something I like. Though, you had said that Disney said that they're doing how many? For what? Oh, sorry, everybody. Uh, they're doing how many Marvel shows? Oh, it was, I think, nine? Not something. Nine think, that have not yet been announced. Have not yet been announced. Not That's not counting Hawkeye or Miss Marvel or any of the ones that they've or already she mentioned. Or She-Hulk. Yeah, any of the ones that they've already mentioned oh, do not count. Yeah, everybody, I, I am so excited to get She-Hulk, Tatiana Maslany. Please, yeah, give, give it to me. And I know that we're gonna get Mark Ruffalo, so that will be fun. Yeah, he will I've, never get his own show. That one's really cool. I, I honestly like it. And I'm again, to go with co- the continuity and stuff, like even if it's not necessarily individual shows again, and they're not technically bringing back the Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. I still want the, there were a lot of really interesting characters in those things. And all right, hot take. Here we go. I enjoy both seasons of Iron Fist. Sue me. Don't because I don't have money (laughs) and that'll just blow up in your face. And we have, we have pets to support. Yeah, we can, we can shoot it in a little bit now. We got a little puppy. We got a puppy. So if we're a little, a little tired or yawny or whatever. We literally got her yesterday. So, um, Trying to mitigate between her and the cat and making sure everyone's happy is very tiring. And Marvel. And Marvel. <laughs> but, yeah. You know, the three big important things in your life. The Ind- dog, the cat, and Marvel. Indeed. Not necessarily in that order. <laughs> uh, but, no, the cat is in the room. Somewhere. Somewhere. But, yeah, I I want them to bring those characters back because there are a lot of really good ones. There are rumors, and I it's something I honestly hope to be true because it's, you know, kind of like the Fox thing, that sort of slow integration of, of other things. The slow salting. Yeah. Seasoning. I really, really enjoyed uh, 
Charlie Cox's Daredevil yep. and seeing him as ha- be Spider-Man's lawyer is not only super cool, it's also from the comics. Like yep. they they are friends and they have a lot of crossover in their their village. Because they're and stuff. in the same area. Yeah. And like Kingpin is is equally both of their villains. And and Kingpin is confirmed. He. I don't know if it's confirmed just yet, but I'm sure it's true that he's going to appear as Kingpin. Yeah, in in Hawkeye. So, you know, if we get him in the Disney Plus and if Charlie Cox shows up in uh Far From Home, then you give know, me Jessica Jones and yeah. give me Luke Cage. I'm hoping And give me Karen. It would make it's so easy to throw them in especially like I'm hoping and I don't want okay. I I think we may have mentioned it a little bit in our MCU episode. I don't want them to oversaturate it. However, I do think that She-Hulk is the show that as long as you still make it about her and don't go overboard with it, she is a good place to start to bring in a couple of people that would make perfect sense. Uh, You know, obviously we know that Mark Ruffalo is going to be there. So we have some Hulk. Uh, Jessica Jones would be a perfect yep. way to bring her back because she's, you know, private consultant yep. and all of that. It I would mean, be perfect. the easiest thing in the world. If, you know, if, if they bring in Daredevil through that, they don't necessarily need to have him in there, although he's more than welcome to. Uh, but yeah. If, I know, but I would love for She-Hulk to be a lady powerhouse show. Totally. And I think Jessica Jones, like, it's so easy. It's right there. It's right there. It is. So I, I'm sure they know that. I, I really hope that if, you know, if, if that's the one, she's the one that makes also, the most sense. could have a really fun fight between Jessica Jones and She-Hulk. Ugh. Cause. Ugh. You're giving me heart palpitations in the best way. I know, way. but like, they have the power structure. And they also, they... They have a similar look. <laughs> the actor with dark hair. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I'm like their w- faces are very different, but but they could. But they they are like the they same. They would type. they would audition for the same roles. Yes, that's what I mean. Yes, uh, but you know it's if, the same thing about when people say that you look like that dude from Game of Thrones. I'm like, yes, you would audition for the same roles. No, he looks like a frightened pug. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I would also be interested in. They they, st- I they didn't hint at it as much as I thought they would, but there were slight hints in Luke Cage and stuff of like the heroes for hire, mm-hmm. and that's how you could get you know get some Luke Cage. I know there's a Moon Knight thing coming, so like maybe that's where they could come in. It's also and Blade, Blade. Uh, but you could bring in with Moon Knight and all of that. Um, bring back Misty Knight. Mm-hmm. And- oh, Misty Knight. She, oh, she needs more. And you could bring in uh, back Jessica Henwick because her pairing with with uh, Simone, like that was that was great. It was one of my favorite things about that. Yep. So, and again, you got Typhoid Mary that you can bring back in again. And again, give me Karen. <laughs> <laughs> but I, the yes, I know. I I want we we love to see it. <laughs> yeah, there's there's definitely ways to do it without making it a big thing yeah and so to bring all of that back to loki also if loki is okay with like you dating yourself nothing they did on netflix was too much (laughs) (laughs) it really wasn't uh but yeah so to bring it back to loki 
I we want. Back to you. I am excited at the thought of having things continue more than just as a miniseries, and also Loki, with the finale, which we haven't talked about too too much. You know, because because of thanks to Sylvie again, Whoop. anything can happen. Yep, and they can bring back anything any anybody in any way they want. It's true, and it can be completely valid, and. You know, they did the work. If they want to say, like, oh, it's a cheap way to bring... No. No. They spent... Well, at this point, we're, we're now in 13 years into this, to the MCU. Yep. And so, like, they they And they're they still plugging time. away at Ross. <laughs> yeah. They... They did enough. They, yeah. they took their time. Well, that's the thing. Like, we've hit a point in Marvel. We did the classic structures. We did the, like straightforward superhero narratives and people were getting tired of it so we've hit the point where we've had enough setup in the marvel universe to go full comic book where like a lot of really random weird stuff can happen like i know we have what if and we're getting marvel zombies with that man i would do so much for a live action marvel zombies thing where we get like RDJ and, like, Chris Evans walking around as zombies while these other people are the stars. Like, we can get these really weird things because they're going full comic book. Yeah, and so I think we're going there. And I, one of the things, like, when it was first announced was I was curious as to how much impact Loki would have. Mm -hmm. And it turns out it has what (laughs) some of the most, probably the most so far as far as direct, uh, consequence to the rest of the the mcu and so let's talk a little bit about kang Kang. so first before everything else i wish that they had kept him a secret and they had not even mentioned him even for uh ant-man and the wasp and quantumania or whatever i wish that they just didn't say a word yep i know it's really hard not to with like once contracts are finalized and stuff it's really hard to keep all of that under wraps but they've done it before and they, they... There is the ability. Like, it's hard. And, like, there could have been rumors. Yeah. Something. And, and, you know, if... Give him a fake name. Yeah. Or, I don't know, if they... I, I still don't even think this, but the, the, the least offender was, like, even if they said Jonathan Majors was in this, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, having him say, in some ages, I was a conqueror. Mm-hmm. Uh, like... I, would have been a really cool moment. Yeah, if we didn't already know that he was going to be a thing mm-hmm. in the in the near future, I think it would have had even more of an impact. I agree with that. And and, and we've talked about this before in, in other franchises and stuff too. It's like please, we're and the 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 big meme right now is like whether or not they're going to even have a trailer for Far From Home. Honestly, <laughs> not Far From Home. Yeah, Spider Man far-, far From Home. No. That was the last one. What? No way home. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I, I was did like, that twice. No, Far From Home is the one that we already came I out. I was so sure about. I'm sorry. Thank you. No, it's okay. I was just like, I think I'm right. Yeah. No way I home. Think I'm sorry. Right? No, you are totally. Uh, but the whole thing now is like whether or not they should even have a trailer, and it's like honestly, you don't like, need it. Save your money, all you know, your infinite money that you have, and use it somewhere else or something. But like, I. I'm really tired of it. It's honestly what started turning me off to the Arrowverse. Is I like, remember. Stop telling me things. Let me find it on my own. 
Yep. And I mean, like... If Hobbs and Shaw can throw throw some twists and, like, have some surprise cameos and stuff, why can't Marvel do it? I don't know. That's part of the fun, is being able to... Get surprised by, yeah. like, someone popping up and doing whatever. And especially since, you know, it's been going on for a while and the fatigue, you know, they were talking... There are people are saying the fatigue starting to set in. What better way than to have the rug completely Pull pulled out from under you? I, I I just think that they need to do that a lot more than they are. And I, I agree. And I I do understand that doing that for Spider Man would probably have been near impossible. Yeah, especially if they if we know that Spider Man is going heavy into multiverse stuff and that you know we know he's in multiverse of madness and stuff you know the question of the question of will multiverse of madness have an ending (laughs) (laughs) but also like the first thing people are going to think of is are toby and andrew going to show up are we going to get some kind of thing and the fact that spider ham you know sam raimi is directing uh multiverse of madness like you know it's almost assumed. Yes. And, you know, that, for that, you can't avoid. But for something like this, they totally could have. They, they definitely could They could, could have. have and they should have. Yes. And that being said, I'm so excited. I don't care how hammy he was. He was having a blast. Yes. And I feel like we need more of that. Yes. I like villains that are fun and having fun. I, here's the thing. Thanos is a good villain. He was tiring. I got very sick of his just like blase attitude i mean i i would disagree in as far as like infinity war was so good because his performance and everything was so good he wasn't he was he was the perfect villain for the end of that yeah that saga and he felt threatening in that way It, it was it's more like we've had the thanos and we've had our, our other villains that are usually ge- generally very serious. The closest we've gotten to a Kang is Loki. Yeah. And so I, I'm i looking forward, especially because we get to see him, you know, stretch his chops because we're going to see multiple versions of him. And I absolutely loved one of my favorite things, I will say, in the MCU of all time, seeing Looking in Jonathan Major's eyes, right into his pupils, you can see that man can barely contain it, his excitement of what he's about to do. Yep. I mean, that, I feel like his performance in that last episode, call over top, call you when you want. I think he was, that was him trying to rein it in and control his excitement yeah. for all the stuff he's going to get to do. Which also fits so well for Kang. Because, like, yeah. here's the thing. I can equally believe that he is just as happy that they made the choice they did. Like... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, the glee in his face, like, transcends just him. And, like, with the character, goes so much for it because the character is a character of of ordered chaos. And just, like, you can just see on his face that as much as he's like here's your out he can just as much enjoy the what's character and the actor no matter what happens is like i win yes and yeah i mean 
honestly, there there was no way it wasn't going to happen because we already know the multiverse is happening and everything. But the, I mean, if they're like, okay, you win and we're going to just kind of like let the TVA be its own thing and not explode the universe, mm-hmm. that would be super boring. Yep. And like, why, why? It's the same thing about the buddy cop thing. I'm like, why do you want to see a procedural? Yeah. Peace was never an option, Mm-mm. thankfully, because, I mean, the the universe, the you multiverse no just exploded. When people are like, why do people make either dumb decisions, bad decisions, whatever? I'm like, because you want a story. And uh, to, on that point, uh, you know, a lot of people got mad at Star-Lord because he they almost had it with Thanos and then he hit him. And it's like... But that was part of the timeline, mm-hmm. part of the one, one timeline time. that had to happen. Ensured victory. So like it was all part of the machination. And that's just makes Kang super giddy. Yep. And so I'm very interested to see over the span of probably a good while, you know, uh, several years of finally taking down Kang the Conqueror and finding the way to beat him at his own game. It's going to take a while. I mean, we're also 99% going to get Young Avengers. Yeah. And their their first arc deals a lot with King the Conqueror. And I'm super excited for that. And the thing we know now, more than ever, is like, there's plenty more where that came from. There's a bunch of Kangs. Yep. And so... It's Kang... Con- it's Kang Kong... It's a Kang Convergence... Peace. Kang Kong. It's Kang Kong. Kang Kong. King Kang Kong. No. Kang Con. Like a convention. King Kang Con. Con. <laughs> okay, oh, goodness gracious. But, yeah. Overall, obviously, Loki did serve a, a major purpose. Mm-hmm. And I, I really enjoyed Sylvie. I really enjoyed Mobius. I really enjoyed Bravona. And I think her, her number is like B fifty. So I just want to call her. I think it actually might be B fifty two. Yeah, like the B fifty two, something like that. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm excited to see where the show goes. I'm excited because of I'm excited to see the chain reaction, the consequence mm-hmm. of of the show. I'm curious what Ravonna wants to do. Yeah, and well, her character in the comics is like a girlfriend of a king. Like a love interest of mm. a king. Spicy. Yep. Well, <laughs> she was very interesting. And she, I think, more than even the Lokis, I have no idea what she was going to do no. next. Well, it's because, like, I had no idea what you want. And not in a bad way. Yeah. Because, like, you, 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 pre- you are presented as a corporate cog in this machine of the TVA. And, like, you show that. But then, like, there are little hints of like something else going on in your head, but you're not telling us. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Like characters having secrets is not a bad thing, but like you see it with all of her interactions with Mobius. She cares about things. Yeah. She- I like that the will they won't they was quickly shattered mm-hmm. because they obviously have chemistry together as actors and, and characters, mm-hmm. but it's just like something's something. Something's brewing there. Yeah. And like, in her and i'm just like i don't know what it is and i'm that makes me excited because i like as a viewer 
to not be able to predict where things are going all the time because it's a thing that happens a lot. And so long as it happens in a way that doesn't feel, um, man, I'm trying to think, losted. Yeah. Losted. <laughs> like, it doesn't feel like you, oh, like Star Wars or something, where you write the complete opposite, or Game of Thrones, there you go, Game of Thrones, where you write the complete opposite of what people are expecting because you don't want people to be able to predict it, but it means you had no buildup. And so what I want for her is I want it, whatever she's doing, whatever she's up to, to just make sense for her character. Yeah. I don't need to be able to know what it is. I don't need to be able to predict it. I would rather not, honestly, because I like being surprised. I just don't want it to come out of left field and be like, Ta-da! I mean, that's... She's that's... a Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. You're everywhere. Right. <laughs> uh, now I have to think about him procreating again. Ah. I mean... They make they make clones. You never know. Still, blah 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 blah. I but I think that's all you can ask for for any character in any any story, which is just make it make sense for the character. Yep. And so yeah. And I, I think in general, Loki was pretty strong with that. Yeah, and I mean, and even I think it was it was the first episode seeing like teary eyed Loki. I was like, oh, already I'm feeling yeah. for this dude and. Uh, and before I was still, I was just as eh, fine as you were about, yep. about Loki, the performance, Tom Hilson, great. The character, I was like, okay, you know, he's, he's doing his thing, but yeah, I mean, the, the acting in this was, was very solid all around. A plus. And yeah. yeah. And I, here's I'm, the thing. Tom Hilson is a great actor. You make me like a character that I was just so oversaturated with. And just over. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, here is my bias going to Loki. I was not excited for Loki pretty much at all because I had been so oversaturated with Loki in both the MCU and specifically in, like, MCU fandom. It, listen, I apparently am the antithesis to the Castiel effect <laughs> and all the characters like that. And I just get really annoyed with parts of fandom and I, I I like people enjoying what they want to like, and I can avoid it myself, like I, and I do. But like when I saw that a show was happening, my immediate reaction was cool. But my reaction now is cool. cool. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. So I I was more than pleasantly surprised. Yep. Same. So there's nowhere to go but. Wonka ways, because that's waka, what. Waka waka No, like like in the Wonka video. Yes, I know. You, but I just wanted to go, Wonka. Sideways and slant ways and any other ways you can think of. That's way. This is that's where the MCU seems to be going. And so, that's what I hope. I yeah, like here's the thing, I want them to go for those far-reaching plot lines that really don't seem like they would make sense in a movie or tv show because they're so comic book and i want them to make it work they did it with wandavision like that is a very comic booky thing where like it's it's a weird concept to pitch to somebody and i think so is loki and and so is whatever the f is happening in (laughs) spider-man yeah i mean they they started they 
I think with Infinity War and Endgame showed that going going there and getting mm-hmm. going more of a comic book route works and still feels like it's part of the MCU. So long as it makes mostly sense. Yeah. And I say that because the one thing you can't say about the X-Men universe was that they didn't try to go full comic book. Yeah. Because they did. But their problem was that they just kept rebooting within their same franchise. And it was unclear to an audience how to take those films. Yep. So long as, like, and Marvel has, like, their head person. Like, so long as they can keep it making sense in the continuity of their stuff and really make it clear if something is just a one-off, kind of like the What If series that they're doing. Yeah. Like, if they can keep that straight um, or just, like, in line... uh. It all goes back to yes and. <laughs> Everything in the MCU still needs to keep yes anding. Yes. And I agree. <laughs> but that's my thoughts on Loki. Yeah, those are my thoughts as well. What did you think of Loki? Yeah, you can tell us all across the internet where I am Amory by the Sea on all the things. And while I haven't been posting much at all, I am still lurking. You're... Loki, lurk. I no. couldn't make Loki fit. No. There's a variant somewhere. I don't know. Something, something variant. <laughs> I am Case Crusader <laughs> on all of the things. So there's that. Yeah. And we would love to hear what your favorite parts of Loki were. What was your favorite series so far? What of the ones that we know are coming are you and most why excited is it for? WandaVision? <laughs> and why is it one? <laughs> What's your favorite series so it's far? Why, why is it WandaVision? WandaVision? <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, we would love to hear from you, and hopefully you come back around for our next episode, which I think is going to be our review of Suicide Squad, the new one. The Suicide Squad. The. Yep, it is the Suicide Squad. <laughs> the. So, be prepared for that. And. The Suicide Squad. And that's it. And thank you for listening and tuning in to Talk Nerdy to Me Baby, where we post most Tuesdays at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Baby. (laughs) Baby on pretty much all of the places you can try to find a podcast that let me post it there. Yeah. Woo! So thank you for listening. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye. Can I test too? Why? I don't know. I feel like I talk on here sometimes. You might want to hear what I sound like. No. Okay.